The WSB 24-hour breaking news center is on alert. alert. With immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, traffic red alerts from Cobb to Cherokee, Carroll to Gwinnett, Fulton to Forsyth, and all the rest. All the rest. WSB. WSB. Depend on it. Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America. Now it's time for Jamie Dupree, the most connected man in D.C. on the Sean Hannity Show. All right, Clutch with us. He's the most connected man in Washington, D.C. The one and only Jamie Dupree. Are you in Milwaukee with me? Jamie? Uh, I am, Sean. How are you, yes, sir? Yes, I am, Sean. How are you doing today, buddy? I'm, I'm, I'm good. Very Where good. Are you? Very good. No, I'm actually in, I'm inside the uh, the Expo Center where Scott Walker is going to make yeah. his announcement. Now he's going to be stopping by here one hour from right now before he makes that announcement. Um, so the plan is let's talk Eastern time so everyone can follow. Uh, he gives the speech at what time? Uh, I've been told uh, from what we've been given by the campaign that it's about uh, 6.15 Eastern Time, 5.15 Central, that he'll make his remarks. There'll be some introductory remarks from uh, other family members and others here at the uh, the Expo Center, and then he'll talk about 6.15 Eastern. You know, uh, look, uh, it's a big day, obviously, for him. I think uh, of all the Republicans that are out there, Sean, you really have to sort of look at Scott Walker as being maybe in the best situation overall. I mean, I can't think of another candidate that can so easily move amongst the different groups of the Republican Party, whether it's Tea Party supporters or religious conservatives or the establishment, and, and move so seamlessly between them and not really have any big detractors or critics in those groups. And certainly he sits in a very, very good position when you look at the polls. I the big question is, can he take the ball and run with it from here and win the He's Republican nomination? I was talking outside a with a number I'm sorry. I think you're having a hard time hearing me. I hear a lot of crowd noise. Go ahead. You finish. No, I was just saying, Sean, that I talked to people out here in line and, I, uh, you know, a number of people who uh, support him and strongly feel like that he can take his record from here in the state and in and, and the Badger state and take that national. And I think that's their biggest thing, Sean, is that they think he can run on his record and run very effectively, Sean. Well, I mean, there are a lot of issues. I think he's been really widely acclaimed as somebody that gets a lot of things done. I mean, he took a $3.6 billion budget deficit and turned it into a surplus all these years. He's taken on the he's taken on the unions, et cetera, et cetera, you know. So, I mean, I think that's a pretty conservative No, absolutely. Record. Listen, I, if you listen to his speeches, absolutely. If you listen to his stump speeches, you can go online and look at a number of them. He's got a very, you know, specific stump speech that he comes out with time after time. It's well-oiled. He knows his lines. He talks about his record. He talks about solving the budget hole. He talks about uh, his moves against the unions. He talks about his efforts on Planned Parenthood and more. So, you know, he knows exactly what message that he wants to get out there, Sean. And I think uh, his campaign really feels good about taking that message and taking yeah. Uh, what do you think about what happened this weekend with Trump? What do you think about his speech? 15,000 people, Phoenix, over the weekend. Well, obviously, as we've discussed, he's shown that he can uh, uh, draw a lot of people and get a lot of attention. And certainly he's soaking it up. I mean, if you think about this weekend, you heard a little about Scott Walker. You might have heard a little about Jeb Bush or a little about Marco Rubio. But you mainly heard about Donald Trump. And I think that's going to be it for the foreseeable future, uh, though Walker might interrupt a little of that momentum here with his announcement. Trump, obviously, I, I think that Republicans are trying still to figure out what to do with him, whether to engage directly, because certainly if you look at his Twitter feed every day. He's going after people personally by name over and over again. Do you get locked into a battle with him? 
Do you prepare to uh, to cross swords with him directly in the debate in Cleveland in a few weeks? You know, that'll be a decision that a number of these camps are going to have to figure out. But obviously, he Let keeps tell you getting what I attention, and I don't think it's going to change anytime soon, Sean. What I would advise candidates to do if I was in charge of a campaign, I would say he speaks for himself. I mean, Lindsey Graham going out there. Now, Lindsey Graham needs attention. You and I both know that Lindsey Graham's not going to be the president of the United States and he's not going to get the nomination. Uh, I actually wonder what his real motivation is for getting in this. I mean, I think probably to cause some trouble in South Carolina. Uh, that's just my 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 gut, my guess. And Lindsey Graham is out there lecturing Donald Trump. And I'm like, actually, people like Lindsey Graham are at times are problems for the Republican Party because he's timid and weak. He's the very politician that I think Trump is talking about. And I think one of the reasons that Trump is doing so well is that Trump is resonating as somebody that that has no filter, is saying what people believe, and he's unafraid. I think people find it refreshing. Yeah, and in speaking to aides for uh, the Walker camp here, I, I don't think they're worried right now, at least not they're saying that they're worried about Trump. I think they're more worried about Jeb Bush and Marco Rubio in the long term than anything else. Sort of uh, looking at the way that uh, Bush, with all the money that he's raised, uh, he reported, I think it was uh, on Thursday, that he'd raised $114 million combined between his campaign and also the outside groups. We saw Marco Rubio say he raised $12 million directly and then another 30 million or so from outside groups. That's so serious money. There for Walker, for Ted Cruz, okay, for Marco Rubio, and for Jay. Uh, and, and that's why I think that the, the, the Walker people look out and they see that Rubio can raise money. They see that Jeb Bush can raise a lot of money. And they feel like that that is their biggest challenge right now. Again, I think the unique thing about Governor Walker is that he is able to work within the establishment. He's governor. He's been in charge. He can work with religious conservatives. He's not at all afraid to talk about his faith, talks about it all the time. And then he can uh, really talk a good game that's accepted very well by Tea Party types. And, and so he spans that. And now he's got the opportunity to show whether or not he can get that done, Sean. You know, it seems that everything I read, I read some like 300 pages on him all weekend, that, that one of the main the one the main consensus in terms of the politics of this all is that he has to win Iowa, and clearly he's going after Iowa because he's taken on the full Grassley, which is that he's going to all 99 counties in the state in the hopes that, you know, a state that he lived in some seven years of his life will support him, and it's a neighboring state. No, and he makes that point all the time when he's in Iowa that I think he lived in Plainview, if I remember correctly, and uh, that he knows Iowa, he wants to do it. What they're showing right now behind, I don't know if you can hear some of the music in the background, they're sort of previewing some of the, the photo uh, collages that they're going to show the crowd when Governor Walker makes his statement. It's pictures of him with his children, with supporters and more. And, you know, he the, the one thing that I noted in speaking with it back here as they waited to get in was that they felt like Governor Walker was an approachable person. He was just a nice guy, period, end of sentence. And that sort of Midwestern feel about him that you hear people talk about, that they think that that, and that will work very well, even on national basis where, face it, we tend not to actually meet the campaign for president. Well, I think he actually is a really nice guy. Carolina I mean, that's... Yeah, I mean, I think that's true. I, you know, there's something about Midwestern values that is very appealing to everybody. Now, some people might make the argument, well, you know, he's he's not, you know, high energy and razzmatazz. But I mean, you know, here's a guy that stood on his principles, risked his entire political career, and you got to give him a lot of credit for that.
No, I think you have to look at the fight he had with the unions here. I mean, if he no. was a if he was a no good candidate who just couldn't get it done, I think he would have been defeated in the recall election in 2012. He stood his ground. He may not be the most electric person. He may not be the greatest buzz on TV or anything like that. But he obviously had a big fight there. I mean, just look at the statement that was put out. I think today by Richard Trumka, the head of the AFL CIO. Uh, I think it was something to the effect of his quote was, Scott Walker is a national disgrace. So it's not hard to figure out where the unions are right now and the enemy that, that Scott Walker made with the unions. But certainly he stood up to them. He won his big fight in that union battle here in this state. And I think he really believes and his people really believe that they can take that record on the budget and on other items and play that nationally and be able to say, this is the kind of thing that I will do and this is what I've done in the past. And, you know, look, the, what's the one sort of uh, maybe problem point for him, as it is for any governor, that is going to be national security? And that's one area where he certainly got a bone back in the, in the elections I've covered. All right, we're going to have to let Jamie, Jamie, we're going to have to let you go, buddy. We keep we keep checking in and out. Jamie Dupree is uh, going to be with us tonight at the Scott Walker announcement. We'll be doing Hannity right after uh, Scott Walker for the full hour. We'll be talking about everything. It's all part of our coverage, the road to 2016. Let's get to our busy telephones here as we say hi to Steve in Atlanta. News Talk WSP. Hey, Steve, how are you? And we're glad you called, sir. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.